This week on Ultra 64, it's all about that bass, about that bass, no trout. It's all about that, because we're playing Bass Hunter and Bass Hunter, Bass Masters 2000, and I hate myself for all of that. Welcome to Ultra 64, uh, the comprehensive Nintendo 64 podcast. I mean, every once in a while, one of these like intros will make me realize, like, like my my low opinion of myself, my low self esteem. It's absolutely right. Like, it's on the money. Like, I am. I I deserve to hate myself. I mean, we just spent <laughs> an, you know like an hour and twenty minutes playing bash fishing games we did so yeah. <laughs> clearly we don't have a constructive view high opinion of either of us it's true it's so. true uh this is the show where we play every single game in the nintendo in the nintendo 64 catalog no it, in random it, ass order it, and then we play it and my name is steve gutley and i'm woody siskowski i like to imagine that we don't play these games in a random order and we picked these games to play because we, we were so excited games. we only play the best of the best and we held off on these two for a while because yeah. we knew the fans Get were ready a clamor for new number one on our list, everyone. <laughs> so uh, we're, we're reeling in the listeners. We'll be hooked. <laughs> yes. I, and by the way, welcome to uh, new listeners. I didn't tell you. Like our, our, our according to our stats this week, we have quite a number of new it's listeners because they heard last week that we we're going to be playing the fishing games. They and heard they're about like, it. subscribe. They jammed that subscribe button. Man, they broke their phones in half pressing that subscribe button. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, welcome, new listeners. I'm sorry, right off the bat. Yeah, uh, wait, shouldn't we have played a, played a game people wanted to listen to after you know, the spike? Would have thought, if, if I'd known uh, that was going to happen, yeah. But, you know, we put it out there. We said, we're going to go fishing, and I knew people were too excited about it. This is this is the curse of randomness. So the two games we are playing, in case it got buried in all that shuffle, is Bass, Ma- Bass Hunter 64 and Bass Masters 2000. The so. most interchangeable titles in the world. Pretty close. Bass Pretty Hunter close. And Bassmaster and Bass Bass and Hunter Master. I would play Hunter Master. Hunter, actually, I would play Bass Bass. Bass Bass sounds like a uh, uh, like a Japanese puzzle game. It does. Like just match three fish and then get a super Bass Bass. It's the three the three player Mega Man game. Mega Man and Bass Bass. (laughs) I, I called bass him and bass. I called him Bass for a long time because I never put together that they were using like musical themed oh, characters. Right. Like there's a treble because character. There's that like... doesn't connect when he's Mega Man. Right. Yeah. It only no, works when he's Rock Man. Exactly. Which yeah. is also confusing because I was like, he doesn't look like a rock. Yeah. He's not, none of his powers have to do with rocks until he kills like an actual rock guy. But right? I don't think there is a Rock Man in oh, Mega there Man. Has there's to no be, like right. At some point, yeah, the you're right. There, there has, has to be, be somebody right. who turns into rocks who does something. There's, there's, there's everything. I'm not as well versed in that. Anyway, we're talking about Mega Man 64. <laughs> yeah, um, we're living right. in the past. We're talking fishing now. What do you grew up on an island? <laughs> I did. Uh, was, surrounded was by water. Fishing was fishing like a big part of growing up for you. Like, is a big part of the culture on the island, or, uh, or not really? No, not not really. I've I've fished a decent amount because, um, I mean. I think that fishing is one of those activities that really uh, threads the line in our American culture. Sure. It's like something that's sort of, uh, you know, more down homey uh, good old boys can enjoy, but also some uh, granola eating nature folk um, sure. can, can get out <laughs> the and The two enjoy. types of Americans. Yeah, exactly. No one in between. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so I was a little on the less down homey, sure. more granola eaten end of the spectrum. Um, Fair enough. But and so my dad would uh, go out. We would go out on docks a few times, as you do, as fish in the old kiddie pool. No, um, sure. take take a boat out. I don't know if my dad is a terrible fisherman, or um, <laughs> I don't think he listens to this. Mom, Fair. don't tell him I said that. Um, <laughs> but we never seemed to catch anything. Yeah. So it was tremendously boring, and I don't know if you look, I. If you've listened to these, this podcast before, if you're not a new listener, you know that I tend to rag on things that are very boring. Sure. Um, that's sort of my Achilles heel. I would rather play something that's bad than boring. Yeah. And um, fishing games, as fishing in real life, often is quite boring. I, I did agree. have a slight breakthrough in fishing when we took a trip to Montana. One of our family friends owns a sort of a dude ranch that you ride in on horses to go fly fishing in the river. 
Um, which if you can get in a really peaceful area and sort of stand out in your waders just in the river, it's a very peaceful and fun experience. Um, sure. With lots of fish there that you're actually catching. And so I can see, you know, I see the appeal of fishing. Yeah. I've just never, I haven't often been in a great situation for it. But when I was, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. I also have trouble with the part where you pull the fish in and they're all squirming around on the boat and then you, you know, you whack to, them really hard. And you have to gut them. Yeah, yeah. it's just, I've, I've had a hard time getting over that, which I know makes me a wuss and I'm not a vegetarian or anything. But we're so. still soy boys. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, uh, I'm, I, I fished a lot oh, growing okay. up, not really because I liked it, but because <laughs> I felt guilty not fishing. What you, All right, so here's the thing. So when I was like eight years old, uh, my parents moved us from the Bay Area, California, out mm-hmm. to very, very rural Colorado. Like, I'm not exaggerating when I say we lived in a cabin in the woods 30 miles from the nearest gas station. We were isolated. And one of the appeals of living on that property was that we had a lake. Like, it wasn't part of our property, but it was close enough to it that it might as well have been. Okay. And it, we were free to use it. So we had this stocked trout lake maybe uh, 100 feet from our house. Uh, and my parents were so excited to move us yeah. there because they grew up in cities. And this was their dream was to have, like, this idyllic, like, forest childhood, you know. And yeah. uh, I wasn't into it i i just i was a kid who loved video games and movies and i had bad adhd (laughs) and i didn't really like being outside that much because it feels very like when you have like really bad anxiety as a kid big open spaces like that that feel like threatening but still boring at the same time no matter i think that no matter what lifestyle you grow up in when you're a kid you're not going to enjoy it like, yeah, you're going to rebel against whatever. If you're you had up grown in. up in a city, you would probably be like, "Oh, I long for that country, like open spaces." It's true, but, and there was that extra layer of guilt too, because I knew there were a lot of city kids. Because my parents reminded me all the time yeah, that we're built for did. this kind of upbringing, and I just didn't. It just didn't click with me. I didn't like. I didn't like gutting the fish. I didn't like touching the fish. I didn't like touching the worms. Like, I it, it just didn't appeal to me. Just, so I don't think any. I mean, there must be some, but I can't imagine very many kids out there actually enjoy fishing. I would say you probably need to get to be like. 14 maybe before you might actually get an appreciation for it yeah because you know there's i don't know some people are really into fishing and like it's always funny because i you know i've gone out with people in the lakes who are really into it and they're like oh you need to you know bait your hook this way and yeah. use this kind of this kind of lure and stuff like that and sort of skip it across the water and drive the boat but not too fast and you're like i think you're just making all of this stuff up right. to keep yourself engaged through this boring activity i think it's going to be about the same no matter what you do <laughs> yeah, yeah. If the fish wants to bite so, it they're gonna bite it yeah if they don't want it they're not gonna so yeah yeah i think to me i still i will always just kind of associate fishing with like a low level sense of disappointing my parents <laughs> Like so, oh, I associate I everything with that. Here. So yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I've, I've got to narrow it down. This to whole something. podcast, I associate <laughs> with that. Somebody on a podcast made a joke recently that like everybody who's in gifted child programs in the '90s is ne- is a podcaster now. Well, so they're two for two on two, this two one. Two for two, right here. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, so fishing in video games is something I think of as like the last thing I need to do before getting a platinum trophy. It's like the thing I, it's the thing I have to do if I want to complete the other goal. You know, it's like there's, there's a lot, a lot of fishing mini games that pop up in games. It's weirdly popular, but, but not like fishing, like, like mini games. Yeah. yeah like not full a lot of adventure and RPG games. But I think th- these two games is probably is by far the longest I've ever spent playing a fishing game. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And for I, sure. I mean, that's odd to think of. Like, you and I have played a decent amount of video games. Um, but we keep coming across, like, genres yeah, that we've that never we just touched. Yeah, totally like, ignored. never touched. Yeah, fishing yeah. is definitely one of them. And, I mean, weirdly, I, I associate fishing with Zelda. And I was looking at how many Zelda games have fishing games. Only five, which yeah. is surprising to me. That felt low to me. But maybe it's because, like, my five favorite ones. Sure. It seemed like a big... It wasn't even that huge of a part of Ocarina of Time. But it no. felt like a big part for some it reason. It felt like a big deal. Because you had to do it to get a hard piece. And if you're 100%ing it, you know. Yeah. And then I was thinking, like... I, I was taking it for granted that you fish in Wind Waker. But you really don't. You No, you have fish. that hook. Yeah, you have the hook that grabs treasure, and you feed fish that come up and uh, fill in the corner of your map for you. But you don't actually fish for, like, fish, uh, which is an interesting thing. So, yeah, only five Zelda games do it, but I still kind of associate it with it. 
That and Sonic Adventure. Oh, Remember, man. the Big the Cat level was all a fishing game, which was a weird... Really, that game is very, very strange if you think about how it's structured. It's six characters, and all six characters, it's like a different game with different gameplay styles. So, like Sonic, you got to go fast. You know, oh, Knuckles, yeah. you're exploring, you're climbing. And then Big the Cat, you're fishing. Uh, and that's the worst part of that game. It's super boring, and it takes forever, but you're trying to catch your pet frog. And, and then, then like, uh, yeah. po- Pokemon. Pokemon is the yeah, one that Pokemon. I probably have spent the most time fishing in, and that has probably the simplest fishing mechanic. Absolutely, You just yeah. wait till the exclamation point is over, over your head. And it took me a long time to realize that the first rod that you get in that game only catches Magikarp. Right. And so I probably, you know, would spend like, I probably spent 20 minutes throwing it in there being like, all right, let's catch something good. Magikarp. 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 And Magikarp. like... It, it's, it's a decent way through that game until you get a rod that can actually, you know, catch your star using your horsies. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it, it's unintrusive in for the most part. In yeah. most video games, it's unintrusive, but, like, it's always there. Like, modern game, uh, anything involving an open world set in nature. So Red Dead Redemption, yeah, yeah you're going to fish. Far Cry, you're going to fish. Final Fantasy fifteen fishing is a big component of that. It probably uh, has the largest role in the main game in, like, uh, farming simulators like Harvest Moon, right. uh, Animal Crossing. And I think, um, I think Stardew, Stardew Valley, Valley is where I've played the most fishing yeah. at this point, just because... I'm trying to get all the trophies and stuff in that. I mean, that game is already built upon tedium. So, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. the, the fishing minigame, is... you're not really slowing things down exactly. by going and fishing. It's all about efficient, frantic tedium. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Put it on the box. Yeah, Efficient, yeah. frantic tedium. <laughs> uh, so, I looked into the history of fishing games. Of course I did. The history of fishing. It all started <laughs> with the ancient... Hog was hungry one day. Yeah. <laughs> he threw rock at shiny thing. So the earliest fishing game I could find was Fishing Derby from 1980 for the Atari 2600, and that was designed by David Crane of uh, mm. Pitfall fame. Uh, and it was hey, like... That, that, that's your first lines to a haiku. Oh. There once was a man named David Crane. Okay. He, well, that's a limerick. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know actually the structure of haiku. He lo- he's known five, for Pitfall seven, fame. Yeah. Oh, I can't do that in my head. Syllables, yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, so in Listeners, that game, I know the difference between a limerick and a haiku. Oh, don't I, don't write in. We're, <laughs> we're having we're having moments. It's like late at night, and we just played fishing for an hour and a half. Yeah, like I said, we're, I think we're both a little fried. Um, so in in fishing derby, you it's pretty simple. You don't have any bait or anything like that. You have two fishermen on either side of the screen. You control the one on the left, and basically all you do is you dangle a thread, and you try and follow fish around, keeping it close to their mouth until they decide to bite. And then you reel up and you try and avoid a shark that's moving back and forth. So it's a lot of just like, here's the airplane, open up, open up. Like trying to force feed fish your string until you pull them up. You know the best fishing game? Mm. The one that's the physical game where you put batteries in it and the The fish spin around. Yes. And their mouth's open and you reach down with the little magnetized hook. Never gets old. No. I play with it every time I'm in a doctor's office lobby. (laughs) Yep. Yeah. It's the best. Uh, I mean, you know. Pretty boring, but all I think that's the one common thing that all fishing games are going to have is that they're going to be pretty boring. And the, the nice thing about it is, you know, that I feel like they can own up to that. I yeah, don't feel yeah. like it's a fishing game's job to not be oh, boring. Oh, no, yeah. I don't think they need to have extreme mega flame fishing. You don't need an NBA jam for fishing. <laughs> Though I would, Although lo- I would, I would love that. Have, that. You, yeah. have you ever heard of a game called Ridiculous Fishing? Yes, I was going to bring that oh, up. Okay, okay. I've been playing that on my phone again recently because it's a blast. <laughs> that, that's probably as close as you're going to get to the NBA jam of fishing, right? I think so. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Uh, so the NES had two noteworthy fishing games. There's the Blue Marlin and the Black Bass. Th- those are the noteworthy ones? Yeah, there's yeah. some unnoteworthy ones Oh, yeah, in there. not like Blue Marlin and Black no, Bass. No, Blue Marlin is like, ooh, mwah. It's like the, the Red Kane. Lobster of fishing yes. games. <laughs> I don't think Citizen Kane, Red Lobster, and fishing games are all in the same category. Oh, I think those well, are three different Have you diagrams. seen Citizen Kane? No. It was, it was totally in black and white. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, shit. God damn it, I'm not watching Just that. Just another now. way Avengers Endgame better Ugh. than Citizen Kane. I've said it before and I've said it again. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, there was the Black Bass and the Blue Marlin. Both pretty boring, but had weirdly good, like, large sprites for a fishing game. Like, very pretty looking game. You don't have to animate that much in your fishing game, right? Not like, so your guy much, in the boat can kind of be stationary. And well, you're you not even do... looking at the guy in the boat. You're oh. looking at a close up section of the river. And then, okay. like, the fish will kind of, like, come out and, like, yeah, surface. But it's a boring game. Super NES had a handful of them. But I think 
the I think the fishing game that most people played at home. Uh, I can't back this up with any sales numbers. Very just, generous use of the term "most people." Yeah, yeah. I think of the people who are going to play fishing games, most people would play like uh, uh, Sega Bass Fishing on the Dreamcast because it came with that rad fishing controller, which I've just ordered off eBay and should be here shortly. Uh, yeah, which is I, I love weird novelty controllers, even I, if the game sucks. I also like, I love, love weird novelty. I just bought a. A Sega Activator. Yes! The, uh, the circle to stand oh, in to play fighting games. Man, so that try that out. That didn't work fresh out of the box. Oh, I hope that works for you. I'm really curious. We, we could get like another uh, uh, party together where like people have to play something like really complex using the Activator. Yes, I'm a fan. Uh, Alright, so I tried to find some kind of consensus on what the best fishing video game is. And very endearingly, pretty much all the lists out on the internet are from fishing blogs. Yeah. So, for and, and example... That, and that's very telling that's of very this telling. genre in general, is it's not... You know, there's a lot of crossover of people who really like, you know, football and really like video games. Yeah. Video games are going to play a football video game. Mm. Or you might not even care about... Like, you might not even care about a sport a ton and still enjoy the video game. Right. Sport. Like, I don't care about basketball, the sport, too much. Sure. I like basketball video games. Absolutely. Um, where in this, you're going to come at it enjoying fishing first. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're not going to seek like, this out unless you know you like to fish. You know, it's a rainy, stormy day out there, but you really got that fishing itch. Oh, yeah. And yeah. so I guess I'll just boot up this CD-ROM that came <laughs> in my Wheaties box. That is almost all the reviews on these blogs start with the same lines. Like, okay, now I know you'd prefer to be fishing outdoors. Yeah. You know, it's like, yeah, we know, we know, we understand. <laughs> we, you, you, they're not designed for people with a Nintendo 64 podcast. No, not so much, <laughs> not so much. But uh, some of the examples, Carl's Bait and Tackle said that the best fishing game was Hooked! Exclamation point. Real motion fishing for the Wii. Uh, but Bass Hunter 64 did make that list. Um Fishing Tips Depot gave it to Legendary Fishing for the PS4, and Bassmasters made that list on number Ooh. seven. And then Live Outdoors gave it to The Strike, a 2009 game for the 360 and the Wii, and neither N64 game made the cut that time. But I do think the definitive source for this is going to be FG Index, or Fishing Game Index, which tracks every video game, uh, or console fishing game out there. They don't leave out PC and uh, mobile, but... Uh, but they did a pretty good job, like, summarizing all those. And their pick for the best fishing game is Pro Fishing Challenge for the original Xbox. Uh, Bass Under 64 snuck in near the bottom of the list, but the author hates Bassmasters 2000 for some reason. <laughs> he, just, he just kept going on about how it was garbage. It's it's odd. Yeah, I, this is it's a shame we didn't have an expert here with us because... Yeah. Uh, it's so hard to pick out these. These are games of the little differences, sure. making making the big differences because your core mechanics of your fishing game are going to be pretty much the same. Yeah, um, and so it's hard to pick out what you know makes one better than the other. A little bit, and I kept fluctuating on where to rank these. Yeah. Even like I kept flip, flipping back and forth. It's like, do, which one of these do I like better? Like, do I like either of these? In the end, you got to give it to the one with the banjo music. You know, <laughs> but, you know. We'll see. We'll see if that's. I don't know. Uh, and then finally, there are the weird hybrids. There's like the Natsume Fishing RPG River oh, King. Oh, yeah. And then the aforementioned Ridiculous Fishing, which is my favorite. So if you haven't played that, it's on iOS. It's pretty fantastic. You just, it's more of a puzzle game than a fishing game or, or like a, you like you call it? Like, guide your line down, right? You yeah. You kind of avoid things. Exactly. So you cast off, you guide your lure, you try and dodge fish so you can get as deep as you can. And then on your way back up, you try and snag as many fish on the same reel as possible. And then when they come to the surface... He pulls up all of them. All of them go up into the air and you shoot at them until they explode. And some of them, you know, like you catch a big blue fish that's constantly spitting out little fish. So it's harder to get the ones at the top. Ah. Or there's another one that likes shooting out jellyfish. If, if you hit the jellyfish, you lose money. So it, it's, it's a lot of fun. And uh, that's my favorite fishing game easily. And I don't know if it's even a fishing game, really. I think it just uses fishing as a motif. That's but enough. I don't it's know. Enough. It's calming. It's, it's... I mean, is NBA Jam a basketball game? Sure. Sure. But, but like, it doesn't try to replicate it. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, let's talk about these games. Uh, we'll start chronologically, as we always do, with Bass Hunter 64. Also, we're starting alphabetically, if I don't use the full title. Uh, this was released on June 30th, 1999, developed by Gearhead Entertainment and published by Take-Two Interactive, and this is an N64 exclusive so the author of the Fishing Game Index kept insisting this was made by Rockstar Games, but uh, that's not technically accurate. I mean, Take-Two is the company that would buy DMA designs that would make Rockstar, but that's... I mean, Take-Two is a huge publisher. Right, yeah, so. but it's like saying Fox created Star Wars or something right. like that. Like, they, they, they 
paid for it and they distributed it, but they didn't create it. So, you know, technicalities, but I wanted to ding him on that. Uh, you know, there's no fishing in the Grand Theft Auto games, is there? No. No, there's barely swimming. Very odd. I think they only introduced swimming, like, in some of the later games. Because I remember you died in 3 if you tried to swim. Uh, so, Gearhead uh, was a small company based out of Pennsylvania. that uh, They were acquired by Take-Two and shut down in 1999. Not really much to say about them. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, yeah, Take-Two, we've talked about them several times. They're still a decent deal. Yeah, Who are they owned okay. by now? Are they TH... THQ uh, own them now, or no? I think they're their own company. Oh, they Activision? No, I forget. No, it's Blizzard Activision. So I don't know. I don't know that Take Two is what it's called anymore. And I'm okay, blanking. Then I, on then it. I don't really know. Yes, people at home are yelling. <laughs> uh, so this is sometimes called In Fisherman Bass Hunter 64, which is reference to their corporate sponsor, a well-respected freshwater fishing equipment company and trade publication. It's called, so, which is a weird name, In Fisherman. In Fisherman. I I think that refers to like inland fishing as opposed to like ocean fishing maybe but i don't know exactly and all i know i used to when i used to work at the magazine department in barnes and noble i used to stock this magazine a lot and that's all i know about it i never felt the need to open it also i just remembered that i worked at a fishing supply store for a week what um and i mostly we sold boots online and then i got fired after a week you got fired it was was very sad i mean i did not like it yeah um so it's good that i didn't work there um but i did not get along with the people who supervised me fair so okay you know but you you know, getting fired, not good for the old ego. I can That's, understand that. Yeah. Even if it's almost like, especially if it's a job you hate, because it's like, I don't know, you, you want to feel like it would be a big loss to them if you left. Yeah, exactly. If you're like, fuck you guys, I'm out, drop a can of worms and leave. Yeah, exactly. Literally open all the cans of worms. <laughs> and, yeah, these are going bad. These are escaping. I learned nothing about fishing. Yeah, yeah. Well, you did today. You did yeah, today. I learned much more about fishing in this hour and a half than I did in my week Selling boots online. Exactly. Uh, so this game was released in Japan as Nushi Suri 64, and it was the first fishing game for the system. Uh, there was a Game Boy Color port planned, but it was scrapped. Even though, weirdly, this game sold pretty well. It was around 300,000 or copies of this game were sold, which... I mean, it was the only fishing game on the system. It's the only game in town, baby. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, why bass? We're going to be talking about bass a lot today. Why bass? More than most, We are bass fanatics. We are a we couple are ba- of... We are bass men over here. A couple of bass holes. More than half of the fishing video games in existence have the word bass in there somewhere. So what's the big deal here? So black bass, both the large and smallmouth variety, are far and away the most popular freshwater game fish in the U.S., uh, according to a site I found called anglersforconservation.org, uh, American game fishers spend more than 170 million days per year fishing for bass, which is more than all of the saltwater fish hunt or hunted for sport combined. Yeah, I guess um, I don't know much about, like, when we talked about fishing earlier, it's always been more... I've never done it as sport. No, no, me neither. Um, it's, it's always just been, go be out in nature and, yeah, you know, it's, it's catch and try maybe to eat food, something. Maybe food, yeah. That's the other thing. I didn't like the taste of fish. Still don't. Yeah, so, fair yeah, enough. That's a fair problem enough. Too. Uh, but there are, the reasons for uh, uh, bass being so popular are multifold. So firstly, bass are common. They're found in all 48 contiguous United States, as well as parts of Canada, Alaska, and Mexico. Uh, secondly, bass are delicious. They're low in calories. They're high in protein. Yeah, unless you're Steve. Unless you're me. But from what I hear from people, it's delicious and it's pretty healthy. Uh, high in protein, high in omega-3s, high in healthy fats. So yeah, it's, it's a good way to go if you're dieting. Uh, thirdly, bass are constantly eating in both deep water and shallow water. So they're always moving, always snapping at stuff. So mm. the probability of catching one is pretty high. Not that you would know it from these games. Not that you know it from these. But uh, And finally, uh, bass put up a fight. They're pretty strong for relatively small fish, and uh, they're very fast. So they'll toss your lure, they'll break your rod if you're not skilled at fishing. So uh, there's, a, there's a challenge level to it, too. It's not just like idly waiting for something to jump into your boat. Uh, so like the f- that, like that strong bad email. Oh yes, he sings a little song. Come on, get in the boat, fish. <laughs> Come on, get in the boat, fish, fish. And then they jump in the boat. That was a uh, fuck. That was a Muppet skit too. Oh, I, I think right. I, yeah, I believe that. that was, fish, 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 and then jump in. The, I mean, that was a Sesame Street thing. There's been Sesame a lot Street, yeah. of. Uh, I think that the premise of like, what if these people went fishing has mm. been the source of a lot of comedy. There was a weird. Uh, crap what was that it was like a tv show i remember jim jarmusch was on it oh. fishing fishing with someone fishing with tom or something like that I and it was ah, crap i can't remember the got the actual host of it but he's like an act he's an actor and he goes like to these exotic places with these other different actors and they, he goes with tom there's one with tom waits 
What? Um, and there's one with Jim Jarmusch, and they just this go and... This is insane. They, yeah. I have no idea this existed. Oh, crap. Oh, I can't remember. I'll look it up. I'll yeah, look it up later. Yeah, I want to find out what that is. I mostly think of the uh, the King of the Hill episode where they go fishing. Did you did you watch much King of the Hill? No. Oh, no. Okay. Yeah. There's an episode where they go fishing, and uh, Hank's not having any luck with worm bait. So he buys some special bait from somebody, mm-hmm. but he accidentally buys crack cocaine. Okay. And so he's like fishing with crack and the fish love it. They keep jumping into the boat like that. And then everybody wants to know what his secret is. That and sounds right. Yeah. I remember great. fishing was also a weird uh, runner in the Simpsons, like in the first couple seasons. Oh yeah. When the, the Simpsons uh, was super like old timey. When their, when their marriage was on the rocks and instead of going to counseling, he went fishing for the yeah. general. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of large fish, the largest freshwater bass caught in the U.S. Nice segue. was caught. Podcast award right thank there. Thank you, thank you. It was caught by George Perry, who was fishing in George's Lake or Montgomery Lake in 1932, and he brought in a 22-pound, four-ounce largemouth. So in 87 years, no one beat that record. That's crazy to me. Uh, there was well, t- okay, technically one person beat the record, but it's not. It doesn't count. So in 2009, a fisherman named Manabu Kurita beat the world record by one ounce. He caught a 22-pound, five-ounce largemouth in Lake Biwa, Japan. But according to Guinness rules, the fish needs to be at least two ounces bigger in order to claim the record. So technically, what? it's a tie, even that's though that one's bigger. But in the rec- as far as the records books are concerned, that's a tie. But that's about what you can expect fish to be sized. 22 pounds is about as big as a bass is going to get. That's so, pretty big. It's pretty big. It's not small, yeah. Uh, all right, let's talk a little bit about sport fishing because I did a search for who is the LeBron James of fishing, <laughs> and all I found were surprisingly articles. it was LeBron James. Weirdly, yes, <laughs> the first like thirty articles were just about a time LeBron went fishing, and then the rest were about some time he slipped into a girl's DMs and was like hitting on her. So either way, uh, but I narrowed my search down uh, and I found out that the uh, general consensus, the best fisherman in the sport, is a guy named Kevin Van Dam. Uh, cousin of Jean-Claude. He's a pro fisherman since 1992, and uh, he's 51 years old from Michigan, and he is the all-time money winner for the sport. He's earned upwards he's of worth $6 se- million. $75. Uh, no. <laughs> $6, Six million. million. That's Goodness just through me. tournaments. That's that's not counting uh, sponsorships. He's got more than a dozen major sponsors. And it, um, I mean, it is nice. I mean, you know, for me, bad-mouthing the actual techniques of fishing is not doing anything. Yeah. It, it's clear that if you have someone who's found this much success, there's certainly skill there's and art, art to it. Oh, yeah, yeah. He didn't just get that lucky that many times. He's won uh, – they call him K- – his fans call him KVD in case you want to start a site. Yeah. But uh, KVD won four Bassmaster Classics. He's one of only two people to ever make that many. And in 2002 – What color is it? Was it – what color is the jacket for winning all those? Is I think it's get... just made of the fish scales. Oh, yeah, like, they in the fish they put on a jacket and you walk around wearing that stink rag until your family until someone you. someone else wins and then the jacket passes along <laughs> you pass to them. it along to them it's still made of the first ones from yeah. 1932 the world's biggest fish it's all made of that uh but in 2002 van damme was the recipient of the first ever outdoorsman of the year award at the sb awards for espn so there you go he's a big deal all right, bass, back to bass hunter, bass to back hunter, bass to back to back, bass hunter sixty four. Uh, so this game has a fish for fun mode where you can kind of cruise around your boat and uh, any any areas that you've unlocked. This is basically just the open world explore, I, I, dick around. I mode. like the impl- yeah. So it has two. This game is pretty bare bones in yeah. its presentation. It's got two modes. It's got your championship mode mm. and your fish for fun mode. And I really like the implication of the fish for fun mode being that the other mode is not fun. Like you're not playing the championship fun. mode for fun. You. Play Pop this game in your no, N64. No. Championship mode is for winners. Yeah, exactly. The fish for fun? That's for daddy. That's daddy's time. And so, though... By the way, I'm calling myself daddy from you, now on, if you can get on board with that. Yeah, no, that's, that's a deal. Okay. Um, <laughs> Don't do it. Um, <laughs> I regret it immediately. So, um, <laughs> these modes are basically exactly the same. Yeah, um, yeah. One was not more, despite its name, one was not more fun than the other. And no. the championship mode, they're like... This lasts the afternoon, so you're on a timer, but we played it for at least 20 minutes, Yeah, and the timer seemed to have no indication of when it would end. Right, We yeah, definitely I... stopped playing out of boredom, not because the game told us it was going to end. Yeah, the, the time penalties were not the motivator that the game thought they were, because uh, <laughs> yeah. it's a very la- languidly paced game, as you would expect. Yeah. I think that's the right pace to have for a fishing game. I, I don't think it should be frantic. I think it should be... Long stretches of, like, quiet, followed by spikes of fear as you're trying to wrestle a fish. Yeah. It took us a little while to sort out the controls. Eventually, like, by the time we finished playing the game, we discovered they have a pretty detailed tutorial that walks you through a little, all the a mechanics in the game. And things like, yeah. like, so it's there. We were just dumb, didn't find it right away. But, uh, uh, 
Yeah, well, you they, have they to. It's not it. on the main option menu. You have to sort of start and get into a game, and yeah. then press start and go to help. It is buried a little bit. It's buried a little bit. Uh, we, I mean, so the controls took a little bit to get used to. Um, a lot of it has to do with you press different C buttons to kind of change up your cast. So you well, can do so, like a yeah, side the, cast. The or basic something. thing is you pull back on the stick to yeah. increase your power mm-hmm. and to sort of mimic your character pulling the um, rod back. Oh, you can play as two fishermen in this game. You can play as a man. Fit fisherman or a woman fisherman. This is one of the few games that has a female default character. Yeah, well, the other one did too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fishing games very accommodating. Yeah, all genders, but not all races. Is not all all races. You can only play white people in these games. Pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Um, So you select your character and then you pull back on the stick to decide your casting power. There's two different control schemes. There's an A or B and it doesn't really tell you what either of them do. Mm. As close as we could tell the B control stick, you kind of have to hold the stick back. Yeah. It's more of a um, flicking action. Yeah. The which other is, is probably like... how it should be. Right. Um, and it, it kind of, I think it, I think it's a good way to mix up your comfort levels. Like if you're, if you're playing on the regular mode, like the A where you target it slowly and then hit a, the A button, you get a little more use of the mechanics, and then yeah. once you're comfortable, you can start doing the flick method. Right, and because yeah. the the hard part is though, a lot of the time, I mean, and this is this accurately mimics real fishing. Yeah, you will throw your rod in there a lot of times, and there, well, don't throw your whole rod. No, don't do oh, that. Only throw, only cast the. I've line. I've done that many times <laughs> yeah. as a child. By the way, I could not get the hang of casting. <laughs> um, you will throw your line in there, and there will be no fish. No, it'll just be a dark murky blackness yep yeah and you know it took us a while to even catch a fish you you were looking up some game facts online that said like stick to areas with like reeds i was reading a game fact which said if you're a beginning player (laughs) the best approach is to use the cheats below and i'm like thanks game facts i mean what if i want to actually play the game how it's supposed to? yeah that's kind of true of every game if you're a beginner use these codes to make it easy uh yeah so i don't know you're a beginner download these save states and start from here (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, once we got a hold of the controls and we figured it out, uh, you know, we we got into the rhythm of it a little bit. And I have to say, the first time catching a fish was fairly thrilling. I was very excited to finally catch a fish. Yeah. Because it took a while. It was a while finding one. The key is Mm -hmm. once your uh, lure lands in there and a fish bites it, you have to not move for a second. Yes. Because you have to let the hook set and then it'll say, okay, the hook is set. And then you start holding the reel in button. Which is kind of... Uh, counterintuitive because I feel like most fishing mini games you're playing, it's like wait for it, wait for it, wait for it, tap a, ah, you got it, yeah. So this one you just have to wait until it decides it wants to bite, and then you reel and you watch your uh, your line tension, make sure it doesn't snap anything. Though like that. it never snapped on us, and no. I imagine that you know when you go into farther late, this game has a lot of a decent amount of settings mm-hmm. of like what time of day you want to be at, what uh, there's one big lake, but then there's lots of different areas of that lake. Um, yeah, six six total lakes. Yeah, and then you can three in Pennsylvania, more. three in Florida. Um, the two most exotic places. In the <laughs> yeah, United exactly. Yeah. We find out what's the best state in the union: Pennsylvania or Florida. Um, <laughs> Florida has more deaths by a samurai sword per capita than Pennsylvania does. I'm willing to bet. Is so that, let's give is it that, to that. Okay, yeah. sure, fair enough. Yeah. Um, but you sort of have to sit there, and I know maybe when you get farther, there's more of a lit risk for your line breaking. Because as far as I could tell, the mechanic for reeling was just hold A or hold A to reel it in fast. Right. And there's no real strategy or risk to your line breaking. Yeah, yeah, there wasn't really. And even when you cast off into the woods, uh, it didn't break. Like, it wanted to. It was trying to break, but it it uh, it was kept making, like, a little boing, boing, boing sound. Uh, but it, it wouldn't, like, snap. Right. Uh, but it was still a, a pleasant boing, boing, boing. Yeah, sound. it wasn't. I, I, I'm all, any game with the cartoony boing sound always mm. gets uh, thumbs up from me, uh, yeah. at least in terms of the boing sound. This game was lacking in other sounds. Almost um, completely. The, the uh, whole. This game presentation was pretty lackluster. Um, you, you just kind of. A green mush is around the lake. Um, yeah. The water's very brown. Um, everything's just kind of nondescript, and there's no yeah. music in game at all. And I don't you know. I think we and were you pause menu, and that's we, always jarring. Yeah, because yeah. it, it's definitely like pretty energetic music in the pause menu that goes a little far. I think yeah. you and I disagreed here. I thought there should be music in the game. Mm. I wanted something kind of you know slow and ambient, something like that, a real okay. a real Brian Eno touch. But you were you were happy with the no the no music. I was fine with the silence. You know, yeah. I was I I was enjoying the very calm feeling of this game. Like in spite of myself, I'm like I came in pretty prepared to rag on these, and I'm just like. 
these are these are kind of soothing. Like I can't see myself playing these a lot, but right now I'm kind of I'm, I'm enjoying my little time with this game. I think I wanted more. If they're not going to have any music, I wanted more nature sounds. Yeah, um, yeah, maybe that would have probably helped. The and the other game goes. We'll get to this the other one, but that goes a little too far in terms of too many sounds. Right, it's right. like very annoying reeling sounds. And yeah. Like your your lure like scrapes along the bottom of the ground and it's doesn't sound. It's nice. very jagged. Yeah, yeah, it's very well. I mean, that might be a good excuse to transition over to uh, Bassmaster. Was there anything else uh, to say about Bassmaster? It's pretty, well, like you said, pretty bare bones. Yeah. So there's a championship mode, and we play. I imagine you try to catch a fish of a certain weight, but only your bass count. Um, and then once you go through the day, it probably you know you see how you fare compared to the other one, other invisible players you never see. Right. And then I imagine you move on to the next level. But again, I think we got bored of it before the first day ended. It's true. Yeah, yeah. It was hard to stay. And they're just—I don't know. They're just. Oh, here's the real big criticism I Mm. had of this game. I know that in real fishing, you can't see the size of the fish that bit your lure. So, but in this sort of, to me, the main strategy is deciding whether or not you want to your fish is worth trying to reel in or like trying to cut bait and go yeah, yeah exactly yeah. to decide whether or not it's you know first you need to see if it's a bass and then you need to see if it's big enough but everything looks the same size in this game it's yeah. really hard to tell how big it is until your guy actually pulls it up onto the boat which it's true i think is actually a pretty big deal to the negative side yeah and that's kind of true in most like fishing mini games you play too like you can't really get a sense of how big the fish is until it's but yeah, but it but, would be uh, nice to have that. Yeah, again, but those games make up those mini games make up such a small portion that you're exactly. content to just catch until you've caught all the fish. Yeah, this is the uh, whole experience here. Yeah, yeah exactly. and so for this, you want that to be more precise, and, right? Yeah, and you can change. I mean, you can change your lure and things like that in different rods. Mm-hmm. Um, and the game doesn't quite. I guess what I really wanted in this game, and I mean, really wanted is not quite what I mean. Like it wouldn't have made my night or anything. Um, but with like, like I can die now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Some sort of in-depth fish encyclopedia <laughs> about where each fish lives and what kind of bait they like and yeah. things like that. To be like, oh, I'm gonna try and catch. I guess really what I want is not a competitive fishing sport fishing game. I think what I would rather have is like for the fish for fun mode you decide what kind of fish you want like a collection thing where you like a trophy fishing game where you mm. like fill up your wall with different kinds of fish and oh, things yeah. like that and maybe there's like pr- rubies inside of the fish I don't know that'd be cool that is in fisherman's only other video game was called in fisherman trophy fishing yeah. so like that might be that yeah maybe they listened to you in 2004 <laughs> they went into the future and listened to this podcast to go back and make a game that didn't sell very well. I loved the idea that the only people in the world with time travel technology is like a very small fishing trade publication. So it's just kind of flown under the radar They so have far. to keep their, what they do, very like low-key so the secret doesn't get out, you know? <laughs> they were out there betting on secret, sporting events. Secret lab under Lake Okeechobee run by Shaw Grigsby. Yeah, we will talk about who, now. Yeah. Bassmasters 2000. That was released December 16th, 1999, which shall henceforth be known as the Year of the Fishing Game. Uh, <laughs> developed by Mass Media and published by THQ. And once again, this is an N64 Ooh, Mass exclusive. Media is not a good name for your company. Ma- and we keep running into them, too. They just did the StarCraft port, and okay. uh, they've done a few others, too, but they're kind of a go-to of a this time so there is precious little information about this game on the internet so usually when i'm researching i do the the college term paper thing i start on wikipedia and then just go to the references at the bottom like ignore the article go to the references sure uh this wikipedia page did not have that so uh i've copied the entire thing here Bassmasters 2000, developed by Mass Media and published by THQ, is a bass fishing video game released for the Nintendo 64 in 1999. Features, wide variety of equipment, multiple camera views, features real lakes, four skill levels, advice offered by Shaw Grigsby. That's the entire article. It's That's all it. factual. It's all factual, except they didn't mention the two-player tournament modes or the mini-games. Or the, the raging banjo licks. The absolutely fucking slapping banjo. It's, it's like the, the intro to this game reminds me, it's like the Dukes of Hazard aesthetic. You, it's yeah. like some quality chase music. You're ready to hop in the back of your jalopy mm-hmm. and, and chase after some ne'er-do-wells. Looks like them Duke boys yeah. are at it again. Uh, I had a hard time determining if Bassmasters is supposed to be one word or two, so I think we need to pull the trigger on this. I think we're in a position now where we can answer. Uh, so the game, the label of the game makes it look like one word. 
Every article I've read splits it up into two words, Bass Master. Is Bass Hunter one or two Bass words? Bass Hunter is two. It has to be two words. See, I'm going to advocate for one. I'm going to advocate for one because, first of all, I think it's what's on the label. So I, th- I want to trust that. And if we're going by the actual competition, like the title of Bassmaster, it's a real thing handed okay. out by the Bass Anglers Sportsman oh, Society. Oh, well, that's what I was going to say. If it is yeah. a real title, like yeah. someone earns the – it's like a knighthood. You like right. earn the title of Bassmaster. It's a secret ceremony. Yeah. They blood you. They beat you. They, they send they you out into the woods. They squeeze a bass over your head and the blood just drains over your face. <laughs> glob, glob. Glob, glob. They name you in the order of Bassmaster. And then they can only have 2,000 people in the order. So when they induct someone, they have to kill the oldest member. <laughs> I love this. I want to write a Warren Ellis-style graphic novel about Bassmasters and the Secret Society. Oh, man. Okay, so uh, the Bassmaster Classic. Let's talk a little bit about this competition. That is a yearly three-day tournament. Uh, scores are based on weight. So all fish under 12 pounds are thrown back. And uh, the fisherman who has acquired... Wait, oh, 12 under 12 inches. ounces. 12 ounces. I'm sorry, okay. 12 ounces. Yeah, that's a, that's a mistake. Uh, they're all thrown pounds. back. And then the fisherman who has acquired the most weight over three days wins. And I say fishermen because women are not allowed to participate. What? The, the organization admitted women to the tournament in 2009 and then revoked that in 2010. What? Which is kind of bullshit, right? What, what? Did they give an argument for why they revoked? I it? didn't find anything. I, I think maybe just lack of participation. Or okay, something? I don't know. If the, I well, hope yeah, that's but the why, case. Why revoke it then? Like, I hope if it's, it's not, not a problem like, then. I hope it's not just like, oh, that girl just caught the biggest bass. Let's get her out of here. Yeah, that's call in the order of the Bassmaster. We must escort her to the secret chambers. That seems like the sport that you would have. You know, for whatever bullshit arguments people would make to not allow women in sports, that seems like the sport that would be the hardest yeah. to make those bullshit arguments. It's true. It's true. Yeah, exactly. Not, you, people aren't even by each other. No, Everyone's no, you're doing their own thing. You're doing your own thing. It's like solo long distance running. Yeah. You know, it's like we're, no women in marathons. Uh, so who is this Shaw Grigsby guy we've been hearing so damn much he was, about? He was in that uh, Sasha Baron Cohen, right? Yeah, sure. He was. He was one of the He's brothers. One of his personas, the brothers Grigsby. <laughs> I was thinking he sounds like a Canadian supervillain. Okay, <laughs> like Doctor Maple Leaf or something. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, But he's actually from Florida. He's a pro fisherman from Gainesville, Florida. Uh, He's never won a major tournament, but he still has brought in nearly $3 million from placing in tournaments. And uh, And having a winning personality. Having a winning personality and just the hottest mustache. Uh, He's right uh, up there with Alex Trebek. This is our one-two punch of hot mustache. Mustache dance. uh, FMV mustache men. FMV mustache men. Uh, yeah, so I mean, he's they're still... gonna form. They're gonna form a super team called the FMV Mustache Men <laughs> and go fight FMV theme crimes. And they fight the Bassmasters. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> uh, and so today he uh, mostly just works as a writer and a instructor. Uh, but yeah, not not a terribly interesting or controversial guy. But his name is Shaw Grigsby. Uh, and he, he pipes in every once in a while to tell you about the lake conditions and uh, to tell you something about where the lake is and just say, hi, I'm welcome to play Bassmasters 2000. Yeah, he's got a real pleasant demeanor for the few seconds that he's in here. And he really, yeah. this game, the presentation of this game is leagues better than uh, Bass Hunter. Well, yes and no. Yes and no. I mean, here's the thing. I, th- I think the controls are roughly about the same. Although I think I preferred the power meter in Bass Hunter yeah. to like the reticle that you get here. Yeah, it's so kind of the same mechanic. Your casting motion in this game in a Bass Hunter Bass Master yeah. is you pull back on the stick just like you did, and this little red crosshair pushes out over the water. So the longer yeah. you hold it, the farther out it goes, and so it's a little more timing oriented. Yeah, it's um, the same basic mechanic, really. Yeah. Like especially if you're using Control Option B in Bass Hunter, but uh, this thing would all be outdated very soon. As soon as like. The Wii came out, and then everyone, even if you didn't have motion control, would basically give over to just using the stick flick motion. Um, yeah. And probably, at this point, wouldn't even use a meter. It's an, I mean, it makes sense, and I'm glad people have It's a fun way yeah. to control that. Yeah, it's a fun way to simulate that experience. Uh, yeah, I will say this does have a little bit more... It's a much more pizzazz, like a little more fully color. featured game. Yeah, like it, the the colors are a lot clearer. The, we didn't really mention, but Bass Hunter looks kind of muddy, like throughout. It's very brown. Yeah, very brown and like dark greens. Like not a lot of color to it. This one's this one's pretty crisp and pretty colorful. Water's very blue. Water's very blue. There's detail in the ripples in the water. There's the, the fish look pretty detailed. There's a lot more stuff in the environment. In both these games, you can. Uh, change your camera angle to get in your boat mm. and in in this game Sean, Grigs- Sean Grigsby's very excited he's like buckle in it's time to go driving yeah. and then uh, you Grigsby. motor around in your little boat uh, but in 
you know, Bassmaster. There's other things in the lake. You can yeah. see people out to the side. There's like a little lighthouse. Yeah, um, there's things going on. But I think the the trade-off you get from that is that the game kind of chugs in one and two player. We also didn't mention Bassmaster if... is a one-player game only. Oh, yes. Bassmaster's uh, 2008 is a two-player game. Yeah. So you have that competitive I'm not sure like. that it chugs due to the graphical strain so much mm. as not being very well programmed. It could just be but, that. It because I've be certainly that. seen plenty of better graphics that don't chug on the system. Right, yeah. I mean, so it's it's kind of a Pyrrhic victory here. You know, it's like they, they have more style, more color, more little energy to it, but it's also plays a little worse i think yeah I'll so agree. and it also i mean you, you're sort of losing that quiet out in nature aesthetic it feels mm-hmm. it doesn't have that kind of super calm serene thing it feels more kind of a little more great urgent. grating yeah in, in a lot of, yeah as soon as a fish actually hooks on here so in this in game the banjos yeah. yeah once a fish hooks on you get some rock and banjo tunes um, instead of waiting, you have to press down on the stick to mm-hmm. set your hook. Yeah. Yeah, and then, um, you, again, we weren't really able to break any lines in this, and maybe in, that gets harder. But And the interesting thing here, too, that we should note, is in both of these games, we caught very few bass. Yeah. Most of the fish we caught were, like, perch or, or bluegills or something like that. I think we maybe caught, like, two bass across two games. Uh, which is, I mean, I guess... But if you're playing championship mode, they only count bass. Right. So that gets kind of frustrating. But they are very liberal with the banjos in this. It's it's when you hook a fish, banjo music. When you start driving your boat, banjo music. You go to pause, banjo music. There's a there's a two play. So there's uh, this game has a lot more modes. Mm-hmm. Um, there's um, a two player mode. that's just a casting challenge that we played together, yeah. where um, both players sort of stand um, on the dock, and there's these r- different color rings out on the water. And you have to sort of time your cast to sort of land it in those rings. And yeah, yeah there's just banjo music playing that whole time. I and enjoyed the mini games quite a that lot. That was probably actually. the most fun I had playing these games yeah. was the casting mode. I it feel like fun. that's it's, it's kind like, of a random hidden treasure. It's a little I mean, bit of like... It's uh, not good, but it's not bad. No, of like mini games and games that don't really need mini games. Yeah, you're Which right. is a, a whole subcategory yeah. of things we've played so far. Yeah. Like for, between the soccer penalty shootout and the, the three-point shot and the whatever the hell Transformers were doing. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, this was entertaining like for yeah. at least the, the three minutes that we played it. And then there's a speed fishing mode, which I enjoyed as well. They mm-hmm. just park you on a dock so you don't need to worry about driving your boat or looking for the fish. You're just casting off and... Uh, you have three minutes to catch as many fish as possible, and you get to add your time every time you catch Yeah, and you can fish. catch any time, yeah. a- any type of fish. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so you're not going too long without striking, which is uh, which is pretty fun. But I did find the actual tournament fishing mode not as fun as Bass Hunter. Uh, we spent a lot more time wandering around desperately looking for fish. Bass Hunter, we kind of figured out their spots. Yeah, if you in Bass Hunter, if you go to like where there's a dead tree or lily pads or something and cast there, usually they'll be... They converge, yeah. There's also a fish finder, which we never got a great handle on how to use, no, but not quite. it is there. It's there. It <laughs> and exists. And it, yeah. it's not there in... Uh... I can't. I can't remember the names of these games. Masters, masters Bass, and hunters. Ma- masters of the Hunterverse. Yes, yes. Masters of sex. Bass <laughs> masters of sex. Great show. Uh, so yeah. Um, what else is there to say about this one? I don't know. Yeah. Other than having a little more modes and a little more color, it's kind of scratches the same itch for me. Um, I will say right off the bat that I am surprised that I kind of enjoyed both of these games. <laughs> like at least in the fact that I did not hate them. Uh, I did not actively want to turn these off. No, no. I, um, I. It's weird. It's weird to play games that the mechanics are so foreign to us because mm-hmm. you get to a point where you've played a lot of video games that where you just instantly sort of know how things. W- there was like a phase where like they were doing box pushing puzzles and everything. Yeah, and so you're like, oh, I press the. You know, you see like a. A couple boxes, you see a pressure point. You're like, okay, I press this box here to activate the pressure point. Right. And then, you know, someone who didn't, and, you know, maybe someone would be watching me and they're like, how did you know how to do that? I'm like, because it's in every game ever. Right, yeah. Where that, you know, whereas this game, we're totally relearning the mechanics. Like, we don't know what kind of lore lore to pick or things like that. And we don't know, like, what the general language is for a fishing game. Yeah. And... So at least there, I feel like it kind of kept us interested, but I yeah, don't... Yeah, there was the sense of discovery to it. I don't know. It, I, I don't think these are things I will go back to and play willingly, you know, but it's just it, such it a was weird, not a bad experience. It's such a weird thing, because to me, the appeal of 
fishing is to go outside. Um, you know, however you might feel about outside. Um, I'm against it. Yeah, fair enough. Fair yeah. enough. Many people are. I, I, I can relate. Yeah. Um, is it's that's why you want to go fishing yeah. is because you want to go out and be in nature and sort of connect and sort of gamify it in some kind of way. But still, mostly your goal is to just go out and be in a pleasant place. Sure. Um, and these games, nothing helps you relax like forcing yourself to relax. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, like hooking living things with sharp razors taking the life of something dragging them in um but uh neither of these games i think really replicate that sort of serenity um no the, not necessarily but i i give them points for trying i give them points for uh being good representations of what they're trying to do of what of yeah. their genre i think and for uh generally working the way i think they were supposed to yeah yeah I'll give them credit for that. Maybe sure. that's a left-handed compliment. But. No, yeah, I mean, that's, but that is yeah. to say that they weren't that fun. I mean, yeah. that's an important thing to remember for that's, yeah. whatever positive things we have it's to say there. about these games. It's, they're they're, they're s- not like a pleasurable experience. They're soothing, I think. They're soothing. They calmed me, and I, I, I did I did get a, a, a nice little jolt from actually catching yeah. a fish. Um, let's move on to our rankings. Let's All right, see, because, fair enough. Uh, uh, the question is, where are we ranking these in terms of each other and in terms of other games? <laughs> Um, I'll start first. I think I'm going to be nicer, probably. Yeah, that, that seems to be it's the general theme. Generally true. Uh, so for these, I think these are going directly under Space Station Silicon Valley for me. So these oh, are wow. going to be number 47 and 48. I'm keeping them together because they are pretty similar to each other. Yeah. And I think I'm going to give Bass Hunter 64 the slight edge. Uh, okay. I just, it felt like a cleaner experience. Uh, you know, it is a little more bare bones, and that, and and I really did enjoy the mini games in Bass Masters, but I think I'm going to give the edge to Bass Hunter. Okay. Um, yes, you were a little nicer. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I feel like I kind of kneecapped myself a week ago by putting Jeopardy so low. Oh yeah. Um, because admittedly, like the having to type things out really aggravated me, mm. but I do feel like I would rather play Jeopardy than these games, being as. Um, now, had... would you rather play? Jeopardy or just the uh, casting minigame. Right. Ooh, that's that's a question. good point. Yeah. yeah. Well, all right. You've made me rethink it. So, but in that, <laughs> in that spirit, um, okay, I will put Bass Hunter mm. right under Jeopardy, which I think is like 116, which is kind of like my new cutoff for games that weren't offensive, yeah. but I still didn't like. Right. And then I will put uh, Bass Master, I actually like Bass Master more okay. because it has the two play. I feel like when you're playing these weird, kind of crappy, ironic games, you're like, I'm gonna two player mode goes a long way, sure, because you're like, hey, let's play this weird fishing game together. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm gonna put that at let's say 108. 108. I have no idea what that's between, but let uh, me find out for you. Let's let's see if that's because roughly... you're right. I did. I do like the casting mini game. Okay, yeah. I have a weird soft spot for random two-player things that you can inflict on people. Yeah. And I feel like the casting minigame fits in there very nicely in uh, in Bass Masters. That worked out pretty well. Uh, your Bass Masters now goes right above uh, Wheel of Fortune for you. Okay, So basically perfect. these are just one-ups right over that. Uh, cool. Well, we do have one letter this week. Uh, Hooray! This is a good one. Uh, so <clears throat> our listener writes... On the soccer episode, you put out a call for theories and a theory I have. Okay. It's just one and it's not really mine, but I'd be remiss if I didn't point the purgatory reading of Majora's Mask for when you cover that game. Just about every quest centers on helping someone right the wrongs of a previous life, and Link is caught in a cycle of fixing mistakes through the Song of Time mechanic. Granted, it seems kind of embarrassing for Link's timeline to end just by stumbling down a hole, but it's a game about grief and the subtext seems to be about saying goodbye to friends. Anyway, YouTube videos and Reddit threads can probably explain it more thoroughly and eloquently than I care to. Since every letter should have a question, I'll ask, (laughs) is there any other games from this era that nail a melancholy tone? And wasn't the TV show Lost totally about purgatory, too? Keep up the great work. Vince. So thank you, Vince. Vince? That's a really thoughtful, interesting letter. That's a good theory. It's a really good theory. I'm not saying that, you know... I'm not saying you invented it, Vince, but thank you for passing it along. I hadn't heard this. Um, I actually just recently played Majora's Mask all the way through. Yeah. Uh, I've never beaten it until uh, it's just the kind a of game ago. that you rent and you play for like 
half hour and you're like, what the hell is this? I'm excited <laughs> to talk about it because it's maddening and I have a lot of feelings it's about it. It's a very, very odd game. But it has some brilliant things like that. And this reading of it is very interesting and yeah. I think it plays out because it is kind of the Sisyphean task of constantly like resetting time every three days or else everyone will die. And I mean, we can all agree that moon is scary as hell. Oh, that moon is fucked up. That game has some weird shit yeah. in it. Yeah. And it's, it's an, you know, and we'll get to this too when we get to, you know, that little game uh, Ocarina of Time. That is a scary ass game. It's a very like, scary game. It's I don't, and I don't oh know God, how the much in the grave. Like I the, don't know how yeah, much oh. of that game was intentionally super scary, but like, and how much of it just has to do with the art design. Yeah, but like Majora's Mask, they really leaned into it, and you're like, okay, I can tell. They're... Majora's but Mask makes you uncomfortable the entire time. Majora's like, Mask you might can... be like the second scariest game for the Nintendo 64 it might be, behind like, Resident Evil. Like legitimately, it's a really scary yeah. game and it's just, it's so constantly tense. You know, yeah. even when you figure out the time traveling mechanic, it's really tense all the time. Uh, so as for the question, any games from this era that really captured Melancholy Tone? I don't know if there are many from this era that tried to, but yeah. the one that springs to mind I'm for me say... is... Yeah. Bass Hunter 64. Oh, man. Because... Just, we, can, we can project anything onto these characters. That's true. There is... I do think that there is a thing... Um, there is a kind of melancholy when you play very quiet games, especially, like, bad bad quiet games. Yeah. Um, like, I kind of got this vibe from Jeopardy of this sense of, like, what are we doing? Like, <laughs> yeah. What, what? They're just... Everything feels so... So it's imposing, li- like, a real sense of melancholy yeah, on you, the player? Yeah, everything just feels so lifeless. Okay. Um, you just feel your energy being drained <laughs> and then i have one more but go ahead and get go ahead and give yours yeah i think my i think the best one i can think of from this era would be silent hill uh yeah. because that's a game that tries to not only be scary it tries to be atmospheric uh and really nails that very specific tone like i think resident evil is trying more for just straight up scary but uh silent yeah. hill is all about ambiance yeah all i don't about... think the resident evil is a melancholy game no not but... particularly it's more actiony it's yeah. more uh puzzle based and, and uh, silent hill is all about and silent hill 2 especially it's not quite this era but silent hill 2 is very much about oh grief. you know here how about this for mm. one for this era what about mist mist is really that's, good answer uh, yeah any of the i think that's that's the feeling that you want to evo- that's to me what evokes melancholy is this sense of loneliness like the from software games have been doing this a lot like oh, yeah. any of the dark souls game mm-hmm. is just this sense of like it's you against everything yeah or okay the, the other one i was going to say is final fantasy 6 because oh, it does. when you get yeah. halfway through that game, there's like, you know, I hope I hope Spoilers this is not a spoiler. for a game from 1993. Spoiler for a game that if you haven't played, you should go and play. Yeah, what is wrong it's with like you? the greatest game. Might be my uh, favorite game yeah. ever. Yeah. They, halfway through, basically, the world ends mm. and you wake up. This game has a fishing mini game where you have to <laughs> yep. collect fish on this desert island to feed to this dying person who's helped you. And I think regardless of how many fish you feed him, he dies. Yeah. And then uh, your character attempts to kill herself. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so there's this sense of like everything is sort of ended and you're like picking up the pieces of this shattered world. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's, oh man, that game's so good. That's a good answer. That's yeah. a good answer. Yeah, I think that that's what Melancholy goes for, is the sense that there were people here before, and there was a world here before, but it's all gone somewhere. Oh, and yeah. you don't know where that is. Modern games, like, really go for that and do really well. Like, yeah. uh, uh, Horizon, I think, was excellent. Last of Us, of course, is, yeah. like, really brutally, like, sad and hardcore. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, games of this era didn't try very often, so the ones that did really stand out, Majora's Mask definitely is a standout game if for that reason, if yeah. for no other. So so thank you for that awesome well, well, question. Also for some others. There's many reasons yes. to, for that game's noteworthy, but it's also so frustrating. Uh, thank you, Vince, for that awesome question. I really appreciate it. How do people write in with more awesome questions, Steve? Well, gosh, they can go to ultra64podcast at gmail.com, or they can do like Vince did and go to the Squarespace, ultra64podcast.com. Submit your question through there. We you get them either way. You can also see the full list and see w- of our ranking rankings. Yes. And see what number 108 was. <laughs> yes, it was Wheel of Fortune. Yeah. You're good. You're good. That show is called Fishing with John, I think. Fishing and, with John? And, uh, Okay. Look it up real quick. All right, let me see. I'm going to look it up. Sorry, we're wasting everyone's time. Blah, blah. (laughs) That's probably the oldest joke in the world, right? Anytime we say that, yeah, we got to make the vampire Um, Yeah, Fishing with John, a 1991 television series 
created starring actor and musician John Lurie. Okay. With yeah, Jim Jarmusch and Tom Waits and everything like that. I have never heard of it. He, Tom Waits, Matt Dillon, Willem Dafoe, and Dennis Hopper. So it's like the scariest, craggiest man you wouldn't want to be trapped on a boat with, and he traps himself on a boat. It's like Fear Factor for awesome musicians. <laughs> anyway. Uh, thank you everybody for tuning in. Uh, we are about to go into a nice little streak of pretty big you, games. You've made here. it through the game shows. You've made it through the fishing. Don't say you won't be rewarded. We're rewarding you with some games you may have actually played in the next couple of weeks. And we are starting next week with a little game called South Park. Yes, this is the South Park first person shooter game. A lot of people have been requesting this one. Uh, I have a lot of feelings. Yeah, I, we, so, we are going to be the authority. We are going to be the authority. <laughs> on, uh, on the South Park game. Well, thank you so much, for everybody, for listening to our podcast. Ooh. It's been real Ew. fun. Uh, I hope we got our hooks in you. And now I'm going to worm away into a net where I will be gutted and die. All right. Yeah. yeah. And keep yeah. Uh, I think keep that... your bait moist. Keep your bait moist. <laughs> Moisten them baits. Are you pretty good at baiting? Oh, yeah. I'm a master. Are you? Yes. Thank you for thinking that. Yep. <laughs> Bye, everybody.